Welcome to the Journey Beyond Divorce podcast, where we invite you into a journey of healing and personal transformation that will radically change your divorce experience, heal your heart while refining your character, and set you up to be effective and feel empowered as you navigate the practical and emotional challenges of divorce. I'm your host, Karen McMahon, founder of Journey Beyond Divorce. My divorce brought me to my knees, and it also transformed me and set me on this path to help you. Our team of JBD coaches support men and women to engage in divorce with more calm, clarity, and confidence through our one-on-one coaching, group programs, online courses, and free resources. Most people don't know what's in shadow. They, they come to me, for example, I have clients that come to me and say, this is what I want, but I can't get it. I'll give you an example. So I, I had a client come to me. She was in her early 50s. And on the outside, it looked like she had everything. Very successful woman, amazing personality, but she kept sabotaging her behavior over and over in the same way she kept attracting the same type of partner. She kept trying to fix him. It was exhausting things would, you know, crash and burn. And she came to me saying, I don't understand. What is it? Why do I keep falling down the same hole? Why do I keep attracting the same person acting in the same way? So how to, how to shift it? It starts with obvious, the obvious, which is awareness. Like, ah, I keep doing the same thing and it's not working. Damn, I'm still having problems with this. So we need to see first, something is not working. Embarking on the journey into the next chapter of your life after divorce is often met with a mixture of excitement and fear. Everything is affected. Transitioning home and career, managing your finances, parenting as a single mom or dad, and managing the emotions around step-parents in your children's lives. The world of online dating, reconnecting with who you want to be in this new chapter of life, and finding your passion, purpose, sensuality, sexuality, and so much more. Tune in as we speak to the experts in every area of post-divorce life and support you to enter and navigate it as an adventure with a growth mindset and a heart of possibility. So welcome, Junie Moon. I'm so excited to have you today. I am so excited to be here. Thanks so much for uh, having me. I love what you're doing. Thank you. And as we talked about, uh, we are just entering into this new uh, portion of our Life After Divorce series, which is on dating. And one of the things that I really liked about uh, our conversation is that you speak to finding and standing in the power of your authentic self. And you talk about this thing called next level love. So I'm I'm stoked to get into that part of the conversation. Before we do that, can you just share with our listeners how you came to do this work? Absolutely. 
I came to do this work because I, that is not what I was experiencing in my life. Uh, the concept of next level love, my definition of where you could actually be who you are authentically, be received who you are fully without trying to be something you're not and be able to be met in that way. To me, that's next level love where we can relax and just connect in the deepest, most beautiful way. That was not what I what I had, and I was not taught that, and I was certainly not experiencing that. I was in a 20-year marriage, and though there were some very sweet things about it, uh, the the level of connection was minimal, the, the conflict was challenging, and bottom line is I walked on eggshells, uh, being really, really careful not to rock the boat, not to have conflict. Uh, I didn't get my needs met. I was afraid to express myself. Bottom line is I put on a good show that I was happy. <laughs> I was certainly not being my authentic self. And not only did I suffer greatly, uh, but so did our our partnership. And I, I hit 200 pounds uh, about 20 years ago uh, at this point. And uh, I thought I had a food problem. And what I really discovered was it was an expression problem. It was a being able to be myself and relax and be authentic problem. And so that started me on my journey of healing, being able to really be myself and love myself and not apologize for myself. And once I did that, sadly, the marriage didn't last. But once I did that, I left the marriage. I went out there and I started over and realized there was a lot to learn about love and relationships. I did it, got to the other side of it. And now I have the most amazing, authentic next level love relationship. So that's why I do the work I do because I know it's possible and I know how to get there now. I did not know any of this years ago. Right. Right. And how long have you been doing this work uh, that you do now? So interestingly enough, I've been working uh, primarily with women uh, for over 30 years doing women's empowerment work and personal growth work. I've been doing the body of work that I share with people that I think is the, the hugest transformative type of work that I've experienced called shadow work for about 15 years. And yeah. So for about 15 years, I've been helping others see what they've lost access to, see why they're blocking themselves and claim what is rightfully theirs, which is them, <laughs> them without all the BS that they picked up along the way. Right. Exactly. And I think that, you know, I could speak for most of my listeners. Uh, you're emerging from a relationship that hasn't worked that might have been less than a decade or three or four decades. And yeah. so there's, there's the, the fear of today's world and how one meets and dates and the online and all of that. We've got experts who are going to be talking about that. And then there's the, you know, it's kind of like you're, you haven't been here in so long. It's like, how do I do this? And I don't trust myself. I made a choice that really didn't work out so well. And so mm -hmm. how do I, how do I make sure that I don't go from the frying pan into the fire, so to speak? Oh my God. That's like the hugest thing, you know, uh, it's the trust. You know, I don't want to recreate the same relationship I had. I, I don't trust that I have a good man picker or woman picker. You know, I, I, I am afraid to make the same choices that I have in the past. And, and so what I see so often when people come to me is, is they've been on the dating apps, they're 
doing all the quote right things to be out there, but they haven't really done the healing work. They haven't done the inner work. And so they're bringing themselves to the, 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 the date which is all the stuff they brought to the first relationship. And sadly, they find themselves back down the rabbit hole, which is what happened to me, to be really honest. I I thought I had it down. I left my marriage. I'm like, I'm ready for next level love. I've done so much. And I didn't realize that, you know, I always use the metaphor of, of a, uh, a dandelion. Like you pull out the dandelion and you think you got it, but there are these tiny little roots that are still there. And that's the shadow. That's that, that stuff that just is, is so in the unconscious realm that can continues to have us act in the same ways that we acted before. And now as an older person, we might be wiser in some ways, but emotionally and experience has led to some wiring that has us in our fear and acting in ways that we don't want to act. So people put the cart before the horse often. I want to get out there. And I did that. And I ended up in a relationship that looked different until it looked exactly the same. And that's when I dug in deeper hired my mentor, my shadow work mentor, got to the root of it and pulled out those last pieces finally so that I really could date well and effectively and find somebody that I can really be myself, really be authentic with and have next level love. So, you know, as you're describing it, I have this vision of like showing up at the date and I put my luggage on the table and they put their luggage on the table and there's all this dirty laundry inside Um, as opposed to showing up and and being that that healed and authentic self. And so this word shadow, um, I think many of us wouldn't be familiar with. So you say shadow work. What does that mean? I'm totally going to answer that. And I want to talk to you just real quickly about putting the luggage on the table. I wish people would put their luggage on the table because that means they know they have luggage and they can go, here's that carry on. Here's that, you know, luggage filled (laughs) with this crap. Most people don't know what they're carrying. Most people are oblivious to what is in shadow. So let's go into what that is. So we all have shadows. We all have aspects of ourself that are behind us that we can't see. We use the shadow, uh, the concept of the shadow. It's a Jungian term about the part that's been disowned, a part of our personality that has been shamed or a part of us that somewhere along the way, we got a message that we better not do that, be like that, say that, be seen like that. And so we say, ooh, when I did that as a kid, I got I got spanked or I got punished or I witnessed this behavior in someone else. I better not be like that. That's bad. And we take that and we say, okay, let me throw it in the luggage and, and let's make believe it's not there. And I'm going to try to just be that positive, happy, whatever it is that's the opposite of what we threw away. And so the shadow is the part that we've let go of and we repress parts of who we are that are precious. The thing is, is that there's aspects of of that that aren't necessarily precious. That's the stuff that we wanna throw away. That's the stuff that we need to be conscious of. It's like, oh, anger is wonderful. Anger is great. But if you chop somebody's head off and you're obnoxious and you stab somebody in the chest, it's not a good idea. 
So we want to throw away that stuff, like be conscious of ah, that's unhealthy, shadowy anger, for example, and take on that aspect of shadow, the, 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 the healthy part of the shadow of anger and go, yes, I'm angry right now. I need to set a boundary. I need to express my no and not be scared of it. So shadow work, which is what I do, is help people shine a light on that which they can't see. What is running them? What is having them put on those masks and be things that are not fully authentic to them as a way to stay safe? Every divorce has its unique challenges. Having helped people in many different high-conflict divorces, I know that when children and alcohol are involved, the situation becomes even more challenging. Whether you are concerned about child safety when an ex is co-parenting, or trying to prove your sobriety for custody, finding a reliable system that you trust can be difficult. That's why I love and recommend Soberlink. Soberlink's remote alcohol monitoring system makes it easy to document sobriety in real time, ensuring child safety and providing tangible evidence of sobriety to the court as needed. It's easy to use and has features like facial recognition, tamper detection, and advanced reporting that all work together to improve your life during this difficult time. To help those in my audience who are going through divorce with children, I've worked with Soberlink to develop five tips for divorces involving children that you can download at www.soberlink.com backslash JBD. You know, we do so much work with our clients on on becoming aware. And that's what I hear you talking about is this level of um, conscious awareness, uh, like an emotional intelligence of who I am, um, what triggers me, uh, what my behaviors are that um, that are beautiful, that I've been told aren't and mm, and yeah. my behaviors that haven't served me that I might want to let go of. Um, so, so the shadow is the parts of us that we hide or repress, as you said. Um, and, and, and that's like repressing a part of our authenticity. Right. And there's a high price we pay when we're not able to just relax and be ourselves when we're working so hard to hide aspects of ourself. And I have an opinion about emotional intelligence. <laughs> you know, I think there's, there's two pieces to it. There's intellectually understanding and seeing more consciously what's going on. And we need that. The thing is, is most of us stop there. And then there's emotional intelligence uh, that is deep in our hearts. And that's in the unconscious realm. We, we, I, I see people getting stuck in. I understand why I do this. I understand my mom was critical or my dad was passive or I'm scared to break my heart again um, because of what happened last time. That's, you know, I, and now I, I know to be conscious of how I speak and I know to be conscious of how to be and, and watch out for certain red flags or green flags. All of that is, is so important, of course. And we put that in, in shadow work in what we call the magician realm 
uh, the, the archetype of the magician, the ability to see clearly. Mm-hmm. The thing is, there's other aspects we need to bring to the plate as well, because there, there's only, you know, you could think your way through just so much, but emotionally it's, it's in our bones. It's in our, our lifetime of experiences and our programming. And so we have to get beyond the conscious mind to do the healing work so we can truly be, uh, emotional, emotionally intelligent throughout. Does that make sense? Well, so it's very interesting to me. So how do you do that? Very good question. <laughs> so, um, so what's tricky is most people don't know what's in shadow. They, they come to me, for example, I have clients that come to me and say, this is what I want, but I can't get it. I'll give you an example. So I, I had a client come to me. She was in her early fifties and on the outside, it looked like she had everything. Very successful woman, amazing personality, but she kept sabotaging her behavior over and over in the same way. She kept attracting the same type of partner. She kept trying to fix him. It was exhausting. Things would, you know, crash and burn. And she came to me saying, I don't understand. What is it? Why do I keep falling down the same hole? Why do I keep attracting the same person acting in the same way? So how to, how to shift it it starts with obvious, the obvious, which is awareness. Like, ah, I keep doing the same thing and it's not working. Damn, I'm still having problems with this. So we need to see first something is not working. And then what we do then is with special processes or shadow work processes. A lot of people say they work with the shadow and do shadow work. And I don't know exactly what they're doing. And I'm sure they're doing great work. Shadow work from the the body of work I've been trained in is, is the trademarked shadow work. Uh, body of work founder Cliff Barry. Just want to give a um, a shout out and Mary Mary Ellen Wallen because they they created these special processes that help people see beyond their conscious mind. And so what I did with this woman was uh, it's called part playing. We don't have to like go into the details, but basically she was looking from a distance, if you will, from the magician view with her new glasses to look at some of the parts some of the tapes that were playing in her head and seeing how they were interacting and playing out in her life. And so she was able to see a dynamic. And once she was able to see that dynamic with new eyes, then with a very special process that we did, a shadow work process, we were able to have her step into a very new way of being, to be able to to let go of this dynamic that she discovered. This particular dynamic was something but very young from her parents, she was able to see that she picked up a belief, very strong belief about love and relationships as a child. She didn't realize that on her own. This was what this is what shadow work does. It helps you see things that you don't necessarily see on your own. And so she saw that we did this process. She had this huge breakthrough. I love this. I was like favorite story. So I always tell it. Uh, she had this huge shift because she realized that belief doesn't serve her. It was her parents, not her. She was able to kind of rewire because that's what shadow work does inside, not just intellectually, but emotionally she shifted. And within a couple of weeks, she met the man that she's about to marry. She's been with him for, for two years now. She actually, but here's the thing. I, I got to just share this as well. She had known this man for several years. She had met him multiple times. She had no interest in him. He had no interest in her. It never happened. They were just friends. But once she did the shadow work process, suddenly she had shifted. She saw him differently. He saw her differently. Authenticity, no shadows. She was able to show up 
in a very new way. And the rest was history. So how do you do it? You, you know, a lot of times you need a mentor to shine the light and help people see objectively what the pattern is, what's going on, trace it back to its roots and pull the roots out so that you can find the confidence, find the, the, the true expression, own your, your voice, your anger, your, your sadness, your joy, whatever it is, uh, and be able to come home to your true self. So that's, that's how you do it. You be, you realize something's up, you look at what it is, you figure out what the dynamic is and you do the healing work. Well, you know, what What I find really fascinating and what you're saying is, you know, when I think authentic, um, and as we talked about earlier, where you put on masks, and yet this particular story was less about this individual putting on a mask and more about her being run by a subconscious blueprinting of belief that she didn't even know was was causing her to sabotage her love life. Mm, and so, mm. which is different from me going, you know, I, I felt uncomfortable, but I said yes, because I always say yes, which is a more conscious thing. You're really describing something in this particular story. And we talk about it with our clients all the time, like that we have so much subconscious blueprinting from our child, from our family of origin. So in this particular case, um, shadow work is, is um, shining a light on something that you don't even know is running your life and, and, and removing it or replacing it. Maybe what you said is replacing it. Yeah. It's definitely, yeah. It's, it's definitely replacing shifting. And I want to add to that because that, that was so, so great that you have this wiring, you have this blueprint and that's what defines what mask we put up. So if in her wiring, she learned that she wasn't um, safe to have intimacy, she might put up a mask to show she's got her shit together. That might be the mask that she had. And so what, what did she attract? Men that were attracted to her power, to the fact that she put things, you know, that she was solid and she didn't necessarily need anyone. And so she attracted, fi- you know, fixer uppers and she wasn't able to be vulnerable because she threw her away her vulnerability. The wiring, their experiences had her go, ooh, this is dangerous territory. Let me throw away that and show up with this persona so that I'm going to be okay. And I don't have to take the chance of falling into the same pattern that my parents had. So the wiring is there. And then the shadow, the stuff that we throw away, like the vulnerability, then has us acting in a certain way, putting up these masks. And that's what people see. So when people say, I don't understand why I keep attracting addicts, or I don't understand why I keep attracting people that have no money or whatever it is, what are we putting out into the world and what is it that we feel we deserve? Because a lot of times we've thrown away our worthiness as well. Right, right, right. No, no, that makes perfect sense. So when you and I were talking offline, you had said that there were four main reasons that we sabotage what we want. Um, How does that play into everything that we're talking about here? Yeah, yeah. So in shadow work, we, we work with four love archetypes. Well, there's four archetypes. I call them love archetypes because I'm a love coach and I'm helping people with love. 
And what I have discovered, there are nuances to each of those four love shadows in these four archetypes, or there's love shadows in the four archetypes. So I mentioned magician. So I'll, I'll, I'll quickly go over them. Please pause if, you know, pause me if you have any questions. So, um, so again, going back to what we were just sharing, when we've had experiences in our life and we've been hurt or shamed or in our fear or whatever it is, uh, we have reaction to that and it affects these four archetypes. And each of these archetypes will show up in different ways and get in the way of us having that next level of love. So the magician archetype, the magician helps us see clearly. The magician is watching and making sure we don't fall down the rabbit hole, that we don't get our heart broken, that we don't make the same choices that we did in the past. The job of the magician is to keep us safe. And so if we've been injured in some way in that archetype, because we've been, we've had challenges in all four, there's no doubt, you know, welcome to being a human being. We've been challenged in all four archetypes, but typically when I work with people, there's usually one love shadow that really is like blasting. So as you listen to this, you might be thinking, oh, that's mine. <laughs> you yeah. know? So anyway, so the magician, so the magician energy, if there's a lot of, I got to be safe, I got to make sure. I don't want to fall down that rabbit hole again. And it's really running you. There's this part called the risk manager, we call it, you know, this part that's going to be on high alert to make sure that you choose well. And so that sabotages dates. If you're constantly looking and watching and listening to everything your partner, you know, this potential person date partner says, it's like, you're not present. You're just scared. And so if you're really scared and you're not able to really show up on the date and have fun, that's going to sabotage the ability to really connect and get to know each other. So if there's a, there's a big flame going, a lot of charge in the magician energy, that love shadow is going to have you in your fear. And that risk manager is going to be really working hard to keep you safe. So that's the first one. The second, and there's no particular order. I'm just kind of going in order yep. here. The second one, uh, let's say the sovereign energy, the sovereign as we see it is the part of us that knows our value, knows we deserve love and that we are, are good enough just the way we are. We don't have to prove ourselves. We are magnificent and we can shoot for the stars. And so if we've been injured in that arena, at, you know, somewhere along the way where we got a message, we weren't good enough, then we might be really trying hard to show how great we are. And we might overshoot on that first date, or we might try to, you know, prove so much about how special we are, or maybe we don't even try at all because we feel like why bother? It's not going to work out anyway. And so if we have a challenge in, if we have the love shadow in the sovereign quarter, then um, we're not able to shine our light. We're not even able to shoot for the stars because we don't feel like we're going to get it or that we have we have it in us, that we don't have the worthiness to really call it in. So you could see that that's where people may not put themselves out there to find love because they feel like, who's going to want me? What do I have to offer? So that's where that can sabotage relationships. Uh, then the third one I mentioned to mention is the lover archetype. Now the lover archetype is a place where we connect. This is where we bond with people. And this is where our vulnerability lives, where we can really drop in and be heart to heart and have intimacy. And so if we have been um, 
trespassed against, if we have had betrayal, if we have learned that you can't trust people or life or a multitude of things that could have happened that feel makes us feel unsafe. Unlike the magician who's trying to strategize to make sure you're safe, the lover archetype is going to just shut down your heart and build a wall and go, okay, I'm not letting anybody in. And of course, that's going to sabotage the opportunity of deep connection and intimacy. And then the fourth one is the warrior shadow. So or the warrior archetype. And the, sh- the love shadow in the warrior archetype, well, let me just start with the warrior is the part that makes things happen, gets you to move forward, actually works for the other three archetypes and says, oh, this is what you want. This is how you feel. This is what you see. Sure, let's go on that date and let's do it. And be able to stand our ground and be authentic, be true. Warrior energy is about honesty and authenticity. And so if we learned unhealthy boundaries as a child, maybe somebody, you know, an alcoholic parent, or we've, again, been trespassed against, or some bad stuff happened where we don't really know ourselves separate from other people, we don't have those healthy boundaries, or we don't know how to stand up for ourselves, or we're scared of getting hurt um, with conflict, things like that, then the warrior wounding might have us be a doormat and just have us be walked all over. Or we might actually overshoot and be almost like a bully and be in people's faces and be pushy. So these are the four main love shadows, how they kind of show up. This is really, really brief. I mean, I I could spend hours on each one. But overall, these are the four main ways that we get in our own way and keep us from having next level love, where we can really connect deeply and be seen for who we are with ease, without trying so hard. We have a special gift for you. Whether you're still emotionally entangled with your ex or not, imagining and creating your life after divorce can feel surreal for some, terrifying for others. Fears and limiting beliefs around financial security, building new friendships, health and fitness, and even finding healthy love can interfere with your ability to create the life you desire. Journey Beyond Divorce coaches can help you get clear on what you want and the obstacles that are keeping you stuck and guide you in manifesting your ideal life. We're here to help you enter this new chapter with more confidence and enthusiasm with a free jumpstart call. Visit journeybeyonddivorce.com backslash jumpstart to book your call today. So what I'm hearing, and this is all fascinating, thank you so much for sharing um, those four different archetypes. And what I'm hearing is uh, we all have um, whatever limiting beliefs or wounds or or, um, betrayal from our, um, our childhood or our younger days. And all of that is there. And the shadow work that you do helps people get clear on what the root is, um, 
works through removing the root of that behavior that's not serving and and then replaces it with something healthier. And with that deep work that's done, just showing up on a date, you're you're no longer likely to put on a mask or put on a mask early on in a relationship that um that sabotages or doesn't serve you. Am I am am I summarizing yeah, yeah. that fairly well? Yeah, absolutely. And and so most of our training, so to speak in this realm is when we, you know, when we were younger, but a lot of people don't remember their childhood and you don't have to remember your childhood to to figure that out. Like, when did this happen? You just need to know that there's a, a, something not working, you know, let's look at the pattern. How is it affecting you? What are your beliefs? I can't tell you how many times I've heard people say, I just don't feel like I'm good enough. You know, there's a message in my head that says you're not good enough or who do you think you are or you're too old or, you know, who's going to want you now that you're 40 or 50 or whatever. And these beliefs go deeply. And so, yeah, we need to to look at what the beliefs are. Look at what it what what happens in our body when we think those beliefs. Oh, gosh, now I've, I feel a tightness in my chest or I feel so disempowered or I just want to hide, you know, and then shift it, do the healing work, because this is not an intellectual process. This is not just, OK, write some affirmations down and act as if you don't have it. I mean, if that works to some extent, but it doesn't pull out that root, that's a that's like a, a quick fix, you right. know, and and it and it slowly slowly chips away right. at that 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 challenge. But at the end of the day, you're absolutely right. These are things that um, are old and deep. And once we can really, to be really honest, a lot of it is just loving ourselves, taking the shame off, and loving ourselves, realizing we did the best we could that we made the best choices we could with what we did to keep ourselves safe because man, do we beat ourselves up? How could I have done that? I was so stupid, blah, 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 you know? And so to realize that that was your risk manager trying to keep you safe. And maybe it just overshot because it's been working for you since you were a little kid. We just need to update the risk manager and do some of the healing work to, to be able to come on those dates, go into those relationships and just relax and trust that we're going to be okay no matter what, because we know ourselves in a very deep, a different way. So, you know, I'm wondering if you can't share um, one or two more success stories uh, with our listeners. So we've got men and women emerging from divorce, um, all in different states of being ready, not being ready, never being ready, you yeah. know, whatever it is what, what's the impact that this work has? You had that one example, which was brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another one that, that pops up since you're asking, I remember this woman coming to me and again, really, really wanted to put herself out there, really wanted to find somebody. She'd been single, single for several years and just was terrified, terrified to put herself back out there. And she didn't, you know, intellectually, she understood, oh, it's scary. I don't know who I'm going to meet. Like all the stuff that we all know, right? It's like, oh, it can be hard, all that stuff. But she really didn't understand why she kept getting in her own way when it came to really putting herself online. And so we did some shadow work. 
and looked at the patterns and <laughs> I'll never forget this because it, it just opens my heart so much when people have these light bulb moments. She, she tracked it through again, doing the, this type of work helps you access things in your unconscious mind that you can't just figure out while you're sitting, talking to me. So you're doing these, these, you're using these tools and suddenly she remembered a moment when she was in her teens that her father gave her a huge judgment about boys and dating and really shamed her. I'll keep it kind of neutral, but bottom line is she got a message that she was bad and, you know, a whore and all the wonderful things that you you could potentially get from a father saying, don't do that because if you do that, this is who you are. And so at a young age, she, you know, when we're younger, we don't want to ever be seen through the eyes of our parents as anything other than amazing. And so there was a big mixture inside of her heart and her mind about dating and boys and being a good girl. And she didn't realize this was still running in the background. And so she looked at me with these eyes. I just, I'll never forget this moment. She, she you know, with these big eyes, she's like, is this why I'm so scared of dating? Mm. And of course I said, I don't know. You know, I don't have the crystal ball. And yeah, most likely because on some emotional level, you are so scared of disappointing your dad and it makes no sense. Her dad's not in her life. That was when she was, you know, 14 or 15, but inside of her being, that tape was so alive and she was so scared to be seen with those eyes of her dad and felt if she really started dating again, that she would be seen as this horrible person. And off to the races, out the gate, started dating, having a blast. So see, it can happen that fast. It can happen that fast. Sometimes it takes some time. I, you know, when I work with people, you know, it's, it's not, it's not a magic wand. Every once in a while you have one of those, those moments, but typically I work with people for a few months because it takes time to, to, like I said, there's those four love shadows. They all kind of work together and we need to pull them apart and we need to kind of see, oh, okay, your dad was like this and you got that message. All right. That's the magician risk manager. Don't go out there. But also that lover, you know, the lover archetype was, was not trusting herself and was scared of being vulnerable and that not good enough was also showing up. So she did have a breakthrough and she continued to work with me for a few months because we needed to pull out all those other pieces of, of the dandelion. So that's, that's another story. You want another one? Well, you know, those are great because, um, it, it gives some perspective to how this works. And I would imagine, um, going out and starting to date is one thing. And then, you know, there's that next phase where you actually meet someone that you're interested in, you're a couple of dates in. And so I, I, I have heard, um, and seeing, you know, sabotaging happening at all, you know, all different sure. levels. And so, um, you know, my sense from listening to you, Junie, is that that the work you do as a love coach is really um, is really that front end straddling the healing and then the trusting of yourself out in the world in, a, in an authentic way. Absolutely. And the sad thing is most people come to me after they've been out there and they're burnt out and they don't feel like there's anybody out there and they're meeting all these people that aren't fitting. 
uh, yeah, this is, this is to me, you know, stop number one, you know, empty out that baggage, bring a carry on to your next relationship. You do not need to bring a U-Haul and to be conscious of it. I mean, I still have my carry on and I, I'll still, you know, with my partner, like I still will like share like, oh gosh, you know, that was a little close to the bone. That's reminding me when my mom or my dad, or, you know, I'm aware of it now. I know my shadows, but sometimes something comes up. I'm like, ah, I need to do a little bit more, you know, sleuthing or go to a deeper level. Cause it's like an onion. There's, there are layers. So to me, you're absolutely right. It, you know, it's, it, this is really knowing yourself in a whole new way. And so many people that are dating haven't dated for 10, 20, 30 years. And now they're in a new stage of life. That happens so, so often with certainly the population I work with, you know, like I said, mostly women with some, some really lovely men that show up in, in, in my practice as well that are like, I just let go of a relationship of 25 years and I have no idea what to do next. And of course, who are you now? Right. What do you want now? Because when we were in our 20s and 30s, our hormones were telling us something else. Society was telling us how to be, what to do. So now it really, it, it's, it's, it's a bunch of things. It's coming home to this stage of life and really connecting deeply with what matters most to us as we design this next love chapter. And also, so there's the, what do we want, where we're headed? You know, that's where a lot of life coaches go, you know, and make your list. And that's, that's awesome. However, if you haven't emptied out the baggage and you haven't really looked at the wiring, chances are you're going to repeat, sadly, a lot of the same dynamics. And, and that's when people go, I'm, I'm done. This sucks. It's too hard. I'm never going to find somebody. And that's really sad because they don't know that this is really the first place to start, in right. my opinion. Right. And so you, you had mentioned to me about um, healing and co-creating what you want. Um, so here you're working with someone They're they're clearing out, you know, their shadow bags, they're, they're replacing it with, with healthier beliefs. Um, what, what's the co-creating part? I'm not sure. I said something like that before. I'm I'm not connecting the dots. Co-creating. Um, I mean, I sometimes say that when it comes to um, you know consciously choosing. Okay. What you want in your life. Um, yeah, and and then of course, if you're meeting somebody like my partner and I, we're constantly co-creating how we want our partnership to be. Uh, so if you don't know who you are or what's important to you, how on earth are you able to, to meet your partner and co-create the partnership you want? So I, I'm not sure if that's where you're headed, but that's the only thing I could think of right now that, that, that might be pertaining to. So, so let's, so we, we take a look at um, our behaviors. We do this through this process that you have. We kind of empty our shadow bag. We start seeing the the limiting beliefs or the other experiences that have that have created this tendency to be inauthentic when we're meeting new people. So now, when you have clients who go out and uh, and feel like they're being more authentic. What's the feedback you get um, about their experience um, after working with you versus before working with you? 
that's my favorite part. <laughs> they have so much more fun. <laughs> they have so much more fun dating. Uh, they they feel more freedom to you know, and ease. I, I hear that so often. I just, I'm so relaxed and I'm able to just be me. And if they don't like me, oh, well, people are able to cut away much faster relationships that they might be like, oh, maybe, oh, maybe, oh, maybe versus, you know what? I'm trusting my gut yep. in a way that I've never trusted it before. I'm listening to my heart. I'm, I am so aligned with what's important to me. I mean, I have this whole it's not shadow work. It's another, uh, I have also studied with, with Tony Robbins and I'm, I I've done some of his, uh, coaching programs. Right. And there's this process that I call the relationship blueprint process that I base on one of his processes, which is a values assessment, really getting the nitty gritty, like down to the nitty gritty of what is your relationship blueprint. And before you can invite somebody in, you need to know your own relationship blueprint. What floats your boat? And again, this is where it's like people go, oh, I have my list. I want someone who's compassionate and funny. And well, we all do, you know, but what does that really mean to you? And what are your top five or seven values? Like one of my most important values is adventure. I friggin' love life and adventure. And if my partner wasn't willing to jump on a plane or go for a hike or, 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 or have adventure in life, it wouldn't work because it's one of my top priorities. It's one of the things that makes, you know, brings me the most joy. So again, fresh slate, who are you now? What's most important to you? So we need to get really clear. And, and so when you have that clarity, you could spot Mr. Right or Mrs. Right, Miss Right much faster, just like, oh yeah, no, no way. It, it just, it, it's just so much more, um, again, to use that word authentic. It's like, I just know it's not aligned with who I am. And then you could just so beautifully and easily because of this work, because you have confidence and you could be more comfortable and you could just say, this was so wonderful. It was really nice meeting you. And I, I just don't feel like we're a fit and I wish you well. And you could feel strong about that. So to answer your question, freedom, freedom to be yourself and love your life. Well, you know, it sounds it sounds lovely. And to put the words fun and ease in with dating, I know a lot of people are like, really? Um, so, <laughs> yeah, so that's that's all very exciting. Um, as as we begin to wrap up. So your your website is Coach Junie Moon. And um, can you tell us a little bit more uh, for those who would be interested in reaching out? I know you have a free giveaway and can you tell a little bit more about how they can reach you and um, and what yeah. they can expect? Sure. Thank you. So, yeah, Coach Junie Moon, J-U-N-I-E dot com. Uh, there's a lot of content there, including access to my Midlife Love Out Loud podcast where I have amazing guests and you soon. Uh where you, you can learn a lot about all the things I'm talking about. So, you know, going to my website is certainly, you know, a, a good place to start. I'm also online. And, and if you are a woman, I have a special Facebook group called Find Fabulous Love After 40. And that is a special place where I go do special events and trainings. And it's a beautiful sisterhood where we support each other and rise up. And I'm, I'm helping uh, you know, I'm teaching these tools and, and concepts that we're talking about. I also have a book. It's it's called Loving the Whole Package. And you can mm. get that 
Well, you can go to my website to get that, or you can go to Amazon. And Loving the Whole Package, subtitle, Shed the Shame and Live Life Out Loud, it's not necessarily a dating book, but it is about you learning you and loving all of who you are. And, uh, and that's another way to learn more about this. And I do have a special gift for those that are listening. Now, some of the language is geared toward women, but it really is for anyone that really wants to call in next level love. And it's called Find Fabulous Love After 40. It's It takes you through a 10-step process. It, it's not a long process, but it is a fruitful, really beautiful process that helps you not only identify some of the behaviors that are getting in your way, you will also get to meet and connect to that risk manager I was talking about, mm. the part that does strategize and get it and make you do things you don't want to do or sabotage some of the things that that mean something to you. And you'll actually learn how to have a different relationship with it. I call it the relate the risk manager upgrade. And so I'm happy to give that to, to the people Beautiful. that are, are listening. And that'll be in our show notes. So any last um, words of wisdom for our listeners before we sign off? Don't give up. I mean, I know that's just so like, oh, you know, everybody says that. But the reality is, is don't give up. You know, dream big, live life full out. You only have one life. You deserve everything uh, to your heart's desire. And if you're getting in your way, look at it. You know, I, you know, it's, it takes courage. If you're listening, it already shows if you're listening, you are listening. Of course you're here. Uh, you're here for a reason. You're listening to this podcast for a reason. It's because you want a quality of life and potentially a partner to do it with. But at the end of the day, my opinion is with or without a partner, you deserve love beyond your wildest dreams. Yep. And it starts with knowing who you are. So that's a little bit more than don't give up, but there you go. <laughs> beautiful. That's a beautiful note to end on. Junie Moon, thank you so much for joining us, for sharing your wisdom. For those of you who are ready, uh, take a look at Junie's website, uh, download the free giveaway, take a look at the book and reach out for some support. Um, if you're ready, then let's get you started on this next exciting love chapter of your life. So thanks, Junie. And we'll be back again real soon with another episode of Life After Divorce. See you then. Thank you so much. Thanks for joining us on the Journey Beyond Divorce podcast. I hope you found guidance and encouragement to help you along your journey. If you like my podcast, please take a minute to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. You can also visit us at jbddivorcesupport.com, where our team of coaches support both men and women through our one-on-one coaching, group programs, online courses, and free resources. Stay tuned for our next episode, and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you.